basketball is the greatest sport to ever be created. You don't believe me? Check out what American philosopher Curtis Blow once said. He said, and I quote, Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. End quote. Come on. What other proof do you need? (laughs) Shout out to Dr. James Naismith, man, for creating this game. And throughout the years, it's become the most exciting sport, the most compelling sport to talk about. Of course, it's a team sport, but because it's five on five, the individual gets to shine more than they are able to in hockey, baseball, soccer, football. And of course, since it's a team sport, it's all about winning championships, winning rings. And we know in recent memory, a lot of people have used rings to hold it against people, but we want to use it to amplify teams, coaches, players, and the beautiful sport of basketball. So this is our first episode, Ring Culture. I'm your man, Dan, and I'm joined by Osei, Jamar, and D'Angelo. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We all good. I'm good, man. What's going on? This is O, Osei. I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed. I'm doing pretty good, man. Loving, loving to talk about basketball, so I can't ask for anything else, man, to be quite honest with you. Now, I got to ask y'all one by one. Didn't. D'Angelo, do you remember the first time you played basketball or like the first time you watched basketball? Uh, shit, man. I remember the first time watching basketball with my dad. My dad was a big uh, Karl Malone fan. Oh, no. He was a big Utah fan. So like just growing up watching Utah versus the Bulls, like, I just remember watching in those iconic games. So that's like the first time, like, you know, me being introduced to like basketball. Word, word. I'll say, do you remember your first experience with basketball? Yeah, it was early 90s, you know, watching uh, watching Jordan. And uh, I, I vaguely remember watching Jordan and the Magic in the Magic and the uh, playoffs, the Knicks. Uh, you know, my dad was a big basketball fan, so all the basketball games was always on TV. So I was definitely always watching basketball. Played basketball, uh, what, 10? When I was 10 was when I first played organized basketball. So, yeah, that was, that's my introduction to basketball. Damn near all my life, man. I love it. For sure. What about you, Jamar? Uh, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't. When I I just remember being a Jordan fan from yay high. He changed my life when it came to watching basketball. But as far as me first remembering my own experience, like you know Shaq and Kobe when they was running the league, that's when I really remember my first true memory of watching was you know that of course we remember iconic jordan moments but i distinctly remember watching the finals in 99 with timmy and david uh but you know like kind of like oh say i started playing organized basketball when i was 10 played uh through high school i just been in love with the joint my whole life to be quite honest with you for sure and hey if y'all don't know i used to be jamar's coach man 
in a mural basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, we had a sick team. We made the playoffs both times, but it was hectic. When we yeah, man. man. They didn't want to listen, man. It was a lot of... You know, it was it was was cool, (laughs) man. It was a lot, yeah, but it was fun though. I will say for sure, yeah. Like, hey, with me with basketball, it's crazy. Um, I guess my earliest memories would be like you know growing up in Alexandria, Virginia, Janet Lee Avenue, Buckman Road. Shout out the highway, and um, I had a cousin Kofi. He knew I loved basketball. This is like 1994, 95, maybe. And this is when Allen Iverson is at Georgetown. So he got me a Georgetown basketball. That was my first basketball. So I was geeked off that. And then, of course, I think around 1996, Space Jam came out. So, of course, Michael Jordan's Space Jam. I used to have, y'all remember growing up in Northern Virginia, we used to have WGN. Y'all remember WGN? Bro, that Chicago station. Yeah, bro. exactly. So I used to watch, I used to be able to watch all the Bulls games and all that. Like my dad wasn't the biggest basketball fan, but because of Michael Jordan, if they was on, we was able to watch it. So yeah, I fell in love with the game ever since. And Osei talked about playing organized basketball at 10. I was actually on a team and my dad told Osei's dad, hey man, Osei should be on on." Dan's team. Dan plays on a team. And yeah, we became teammates. We're God brothers. If y'all don't know, we became teammates. And yeah, we were the Kobe and Shaq of our league. D'Angelo will tell you. <laughs> we, used to, we used to get y'all out the way, man. Uh, yeah, that one year. But we won two out of three titles, man. man I was on that team Dolo, I bro. Good, <laughs> I was on that team Dolo, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, but hey, enough about our basketball lifestyle, man, because we're going to talk more. Hey, who knows? Maybe next year we might be playing in a league. You never know what can happen, man. <laughs> I'm, about to get back. I'm about to get back in shape, man. We're about to get I – mean, we ain't just about to be talking on the mic. We're going to be talking on the court, too. Yeah, that's what I like to hear because I just – I don't know if y'all saw this. Did y'all see Manny Pacquiao make a – Three in the All Star right. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I need a to be like, he, goes, bro, he like threw that joint over his head. <laughs> yeah, it was like a prayer. <laughs> he made that joint. They shut. It shut the whole city down. Like yeah, they just should. had to. <laughs> yeah, they went crazy to home and away. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's how we got to be rocking in these leagues, man. But um, hey, let's talk about for me the best league in all of sports, the NBA. Um. The regular season starts next week. You're going to learn about our allegiances. You know, some brothers support a player. Some brothers used to have a team but got low because of that player. A brother like me used to be a Wizards fan, but I got off that nonsense. (laughs) And then Jamar is a strong Brooklyn Nets fan. They've put him through a lot of nonsense, but I think they might be all right this year. But the GMs, they do a yearly survey, and I just want to get y'all thoughts on some of these, you know, some of these results, because it was interesting. Now, y'all can each give y'all thoughts. Um, I want to know what y'all think about their who they thought was the best player at each position. They said Steph is the best point guard. We all agree with that, right? 
I think that's in the league. Yeah, they're best in the league right now, point guard position. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, shooting guard Devin Booker. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's where I. That's where <laughs> I. It depends on who you have as shooting guard. Yeah, because I would say his biggest competition is James Harden because yeah. Luka, Luka Doncic has been his rookie year. They had him at shooting guard, but after that, he's been classified as a point guard. So um, the other people that had shooting guard, like it's so nasty. Second place was Luka. Third place was Steph. They don't know what they're doing. Because <laughs> that lets you know they don't rate the actual shooting guards like Bradley Beal and Harden. People think Harden is cooked, so they're like, whatever. Tyree yeah. shooting guard or he a point guard? I'll say that again. Tyree a shooting guard or he a point guard? Tyree, yeah, he's technically a point guard. Hmm. So, I mean... Maybe we'll see. Uh, Jamar can give us insight next week when we do our preview that is Ben Simmons going to set up as the point guard or the four. I mean, shit, you might as well tell us now, Jamar. Yeah. What, what, have you, what have you seen so far? Uh, Yeah, when I watched the preseason game, the first preseason game with everybody, it's kind of looking like Ben Simmons is going to be the primary ball handler for majority of the time and also kind of like you know, switch around depending on what's going on. But our, our primary ball handlers will be Ben Simmons, decision-making Kyrie. He'll be the secondary decision-maker, but we all know Kyrie's mainly there to get buckets and score. Yeah. But actually what I have noticed with this new system with Steve Nash, especially in the first half, because that's when basically all the starters and players started, it's a little bit more ball movement. Everybody's had the same amount of shots. It wasn't like KD and Kyrie dominated the shots. You know, everybody was moving the ball. Everybody, it was like, it was a lot more cleaner basketball, you know, as far as like team basketball. So, yeah, what's, what's that I hear about them putting him at center at sometimes? Like, I mean, yeah, 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 small yeah. ball center. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ben, uh, Simmons. ben Simmons. Yeah, they, they, uh, when we ever, we, cause I did see, we, we, I seen a couple lineups that I like. For instance, like you said, Ben Simmons at the five. When that when you see him at the five, I, I think our best lineup will probably be Ben Simmons at the five, KD at the four, Royce on there at the three, Joe Harris at the two, and Kyrie at the one. Yeah. Basically sense. just like a spread offense where like Ben Simmons kind of like a four out one in, but Ben Simmons may he be maybe the ball handle or he may be down in cent at the center spot on the dunker spot. The dunker kinda, spot. Yeah. Just moving, ball movement and stuff like that. I like that lineup. And that lineup is vicious. If he can actually knock down a mid-range jumper. Yeah, that's what it is. That's the biggest <laughs> thing did. I'm looking for. Now, he did take a couple jump shots. Only, only I think, one. He took one or two in the preseason game. But he wasn't really looking to shoot. He was really looking to, like, set up teammates and passing. But you can tell in that first game, everybody was thinking too much. It was clunky. You know, everybody really first time playing together. Joe Harris coming off of surgery. So it was a lot of just everybody really trying to get back to basketball, figuring things out. So, but I mean, yeah, he gonna be he gonna be in that five spot sometimes. But you know, jury's out on Steve Nash. I don't want to go too much into Brooklyn right now, but we are gonna see what Steve can do right now. Yeah, that's, he, that's he's definitely I mean. under surveillance, man. Yeah. But uh, best <laughs> small forward, y'all all agree, KD? Or I know one brother might say somebody <laughs> else. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant is the best small forward in the. Yeah, I agree. You know I'm a. You know I'm gonna argue that and say LeBron James, but 
nothing wrong with that. LeBron got um oh hold on. He was oh. fourth, yeah. yeah he was fourth. Ugly. Whoa, he was uh-oh. Ugly, yeah. Disrespect. Oh, oh, oh. He was for this power forward. Say it again. He was fourth for small forwards. Yeah. They put Tatum number two and Luca number three. <laughs> how does Luca see that's the GMs don't know what yeah. position they watch. They that's that's how you know they just do analytics. They don't really know what position these guys are. <laughs> number four, they said Giannis and LeBron was number two. <laughs> power forward. Yeah. yeah, but we all agree Giannis is the best power forward, right? Yeah. If 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 he's I mean I yeah, I, I mean, I can I say Giannis is the best player in the league right now yeah, by default. I agree. You know, so whatever position they put Giannis at, he should be number one at this point in the NBA. And Jokic is the best center. We all agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we talking, if we being picky, I would prefer Joel, but I mean, I would I I know why. Uh, Nikolai's number one back-to-back MVPs. He was playing with um, his main guys was hurt mainly for last season. So yeah, yeah. I can't. Like I the can't whole know. offense, like yeah. literally, bring the ball, <laughs> like, yeah, rebound, assist. Yeah. Now this, yeah. double. Now this is for you, Osei. They said, uh, which new or relocated head coach will make the biggest impact on his new team?" And 48% said Darvin Hand. So go ahead, Osei. You told me you like what you've saw. You've been watching some of their practices. So what do you think about Darvin Hand so far? I think he's a good coach for the Lakers. He's not, you know, as sweet as Frank Vogel. He comes with that, uh, what's that word? He comes with that, you know, everybody, you know, you know, everybody stand on their mistakes. Everybody take up for they holding people accountable. Yeah, holding people accountable. He was always talking about accountability and shit. So uh I think he's gonna just leave it to the players to do what they do. He just gotta keep, you know, everything in check. You know, things that Frank Vogel couldn't do, or you know, he's probably scared to do. I know he's not talking, you know, I know Frank Vogel wasn't talking to the players like Darvin Ham was. So well, yeah, you know how it goes. It's a different level of communication from a guy that is a former NBA player and a veteran compared to a guy who's always just been a coach. Yeah, and, like you can see, yeah, like yeah, Russell Westbrook is more even, you know, interacting with even just the coaching staff more. You, yeah, well, he, he has to if he wants to stay, you know. you know, He has to do a lot of things to stay. He wasn't like that with Vogel, though. I mean, you know, he didn't care too much to interact with Frank. He was yeah. just, just he was just whatever. <laughs> you, yeah, guys gonna, like they bring you. you guys gonna tune into the Nakers game tonight? Yeah, you about to turn it on right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when, when does it come on? It come on at 10 or 10 30? At 10. All right. Yeah, I missed the 76ers Cavs joint. I went to see the first half of that, but yeah, I can tell. Who do Lakers play? Sons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I got a good game. Yeah, yeah, first thing I'm about to see, you know. Or at least yeah. first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going to tune in. Now, hey, for our first episode, we wanted to have some fun. Like we said, it's ring culture, but we want to highlight 
the best players that we've been able to see in our lifetime. Of course, I think we have the history, the acumen, and the knowledge to do an all-time list of everybody, but we just wanted to highlight our generation from 1990 to now, the best players that we've actually gotten to see. Now, how did y'all feel about this? Was it hard? Was it easy? How was y'all process? Uh, who you want to go first? Uh, Jamar, go ahead, man. Uh, it was a little process. I mean, I started making my list basically how I made my how I make my like overall list, but then I had to, you know, switch it up a little bit because at the end of the day, I, I wanted to make my list based on what I seen more than accolades itself. So I, I, my list mainly has players that I've really seen throughout my lifetime, more so than like players overall, even though they played since 1990. Um, yeah. So I had to swap some things out or shift some players based on, you know, what I seen and versus like stats and accolades and things like that. So that was my main thing. I, I So I was just switching on basically what I seen more than stats and accolades, but that's still factored into, you know, my top 25 list from 1990, but that's mainly it. Um, For sure. Now say, I know you were watching older games to, you know, get more research, but you were switching it up. You were watching some 80s stuff too. So how was the process for you? Uh, the process was, it was fun. It was interesting. It was, it was kind of easy, but you know, the, when you start, when you get to the nineties, it gets real, you know, interesting. That's why I was watching games. Cause I really wanted to see what was really going on instead of reading headlines and reading, you know, storylines and following the narratives and all that. I, I actually wanted to tune in and see the games and understand it the way I do now and, you know, analyze it that way. I didn't really go by accolades either. I just went by uh, player impacts, how much they impact the team, uh, you know, you know, every everything else, you know, everybody else uses to judge the players, but I just went a little deeper, whatever, with, you know what I'm saying, so. Yeah, I, I, yeah word. How about you, D'Angelo? How was it for you, man? Man, I'm telling you, I, I'm over here. I had a, a piece of paper <laughs> that, I, that I wrote out. I had to just write names down just, you know, so I didn't forget. Like, yeah. People, oh, yeah, I did the same thing. I'm a, I'm a visual person, so I got to write down and just, you know, just from there, just check off. So it was kind of hard because it was like, I just factored in a lot of things. I factored in, you know, who like really real deal be balling. And then I try to factor in accolades. And I really didn't want to give the, the PC answers that everybody wants to give, you know what I'm saying? But there's people that I feel like is top 25, um, you know, and then I, I almost forgot, like, you know, almost threw people in that was like, you know, that was in the cusp of like they were ending their career in the 90s and I had to slide them out because I'm like, yeah, yeah they're not really a part of what, you know, the night, like real deal in our generation. So, you know, yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was a process though. Yeah, it was hard. I just, uh, I've, well, I don't know. For fun, I like to make these type of lists. Uh, I've been doing it since I was a kid. So 
it's always interesting to see how your thought process and how you evaluate things change. Like earlier this summer, I wrote an article about um, on worldsoccertalk.com about how I evaluated the greatest soccer players ever. And that was just a couple months ago. And now I got a whole new way of how I look at things. <laughs> so yeah, like even making this list, y'all, I just finished it like five minutes ago and I still don't like it. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I just, I was like, man, I can't just keep changing it. Let me just put something on the paper. I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, like so, uh, I think originally we talked about trying to do a top 50, but I was like, yeah, I remember some of us, we talked and we're like, yeah, that's a lot. What about a top 25? And that's what I got. But if y'all just want to do top 25 also, that's cool. Y'all want to do top 10, that's cool too. But whatever you're comfortable with. But um, the criteria I used was, you know, I try to pay attention to not as much accolades because, you know, those can be biased based on the voters. So I try to look at, did you lead the league any, in anything? I try to focus on that. Of course, helping your team win, having playoff success. That's what yeah. I pay attention to. Um, that was a big one for me, too. Yeah, I try to pay attention to your game, what you were asked to do based on your position, your package. As you know, like, for example, someone like uh, Dwayne Wade, he never was a great jump shooter, but he was a great playmaker, a great scorer, a great defender, and was clutch at his prime so you know those were the type of things I wanted to look at but I'll I can start it off with my list I'm gonna go in reverse order you know make it more dramatic I could do the same too make it fun but yeah number 25 Russell Westbrook it's (laughs) just missing it see the reason why I'm saying that is because Steve Nash Jason Kidd and Gary Payton just missed the cut and I think they're all better than him but I've watched more of him, so and I respect his his effort. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen, one of the most athletic point guards, Mr. Triple-Double. Number 24, Clyde the Glide Drexler. Number three, another guy that, you know, he's under surveillance because he's a trickster in the playoffs, but, hey, can't deny what he's done in the regular season. James Harden, um, 22, Scotty Pitt. Nah, see, this is disrespectful. Never mind. See, I'm still working on this now, y'all. 22, John Stockton. 21, Scottie Pippen. 20, Chris Paul. Yeah, see, this is when I'm more so projecting, but I've seen so much already. 19, I got Luka. 18, I got Jokic. They're dangerous white men, you know. 17, Kawhi. 16, Allen Iverson. 15, Carl Malone, 14, Charles Barkley, 13, Kevin Garnett, 12, Virginia legend, but nobody knows because he's from Manassas, David Robinson, 11, Carl, uh, sorry, 11, Dwayne Wade, 10, Dirk. This, yeah, this might be a little shaky, but I'm just going off because I think projection on this one, but number nine, KD, number eight, Giannis. Ooh, see, I'm going to mention my list later. (laughs) It was hard, but yeah, I just went with Giannis because of 
his defensive ability over Katie, but it's close. Uh, seven, Shaq. Six, Steph. So now we're in the top five. Kobe, number five. Four, Hakeem the Dream. Three, Tim Duncan. Two, Mr. Longevity, LeBron. And number one, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He's uh, the closest to perfection I've seen in terms of his fundamentals, his athleticism. Like, you know, of course, the prime, prime Michael Jordan, I didn't see from 91 to 93. I got to see more 96, 98, where he wasn't as athletic, but he was still athletic. He picked his spots. He was a mid-range sniper, still a great defender. He's the greatest athlete I've ever seen. So that's my list. Um, who wants to go next? What's up, Dia? I'll go. I'll go next. All right. Ain't all the way complete, but all right, let's go. I'm going to do number 25. I'm going to go with my man, Scotty Pippen. 24, AI. 23, I got Russell Westbrook. 22, I got David Robinson. 21, I got, yeah, shit about to get. Uh, <laughs> all right, so 21, I got Paul Pierce. Mm, okay. Number 20, I got Kyrie. Number 19, I got Charles Barkley. 18, I got D Wade. I got Carl Malone at 17. I got Joker, Nikola Jokic at 16. Then I got Steve Nash at 15. James Harden at 14. Luca, 13. Mm. Kawhi, 12. KG, 11. Dirk, 10. Nine KD, eight Steph, seven Giannis, six Kobe, five Shaq, four Hakeem, three Duncan, MJ two, and Brom number one. <laughs> LeBron James. The sickest. <laughs> one of these episodes we're gonna have a breakdown on why he thinks lebron is the goat and why <laughs> we might disagree but hey i understand why he could be considered a goat because hey we've never seen anyone be as great for as long as he has been he's about to be top five yeah, that's and the all-time leading score he's breaking basketball so much respect to him salute salute <laughs> how y'all how y'all feel about the list eh, it's a little dangerous you know i'm surprised <laughs> you had steve nash that high i'm surprised i have scotty pippen higher than you you act like i disrespect scotty pippen I'm surprised <laughs> yeah i, I got scotty higher, higher than, than you. you too i'll say that's funny <laughs> yeah look at him but it's it's funny He's listening to some of y'all okay okay Hey, well, listen to some of y'all list. I forgot some people I'm thinking about. I'm like, dang, like, how did I miss him? But, <laughs> you know, Low, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll I go ahead and go. All right. All right. Uh, 
these twenties was the hardest ones, I really think. But yeah, they was. Um, at twenty five, I got Joker. Um, twenty four, I got Westbrook. Hmm. Twenty three, I got Charles Barkley. Hey. <laughs> twenty two, I got Scottie Pippen. Okay. Twenty one, I got Dwight Howard. Hey. Twenty, I got CP three. Dwight. Nineteen, I got Ray Allen. Nice. Whoa. Oh. See, that's a sleeper. It's kind of like Paul. Yeah. That's smooth. I, I like it. I respect it. Yeah, I got Paul in my shit. 18, I got John Stockton. Okay. Uh, 17, I got Allen Iverson. Um, after Iverson, I got Steve Nash. 16. That's Steve Nash. Yeah, All Steve. Right. Um, after that, I got David Robinson, okay. and then I got KG coming in at that. That's at 13? I think so, yeah. 12, I got Dirk. 11, I got Carl Malone. Okay. And at 10, I got D-Wade. Mm, okay. Nine, I got Hakeem. Hey, that's kind of low, my man. Eight. <laughs> eight, I got Greek Freak. You said Greek Freak, okay. Eight. Yep. Seven, I got KD. Okay. Six, I got Steph. Okay. Five, I got Shaq. Four, I got Duncan. Hey, 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 what's going on? I see what's going on. Go ahead. <laughs> Three, I got LeBron. Hey. <laughs> You Two, I that. got Kobe. Okay, okay. One, I got MJ. Oh, okay. I know my list is a little. It's, 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 it's dangerous. Rocky. It's dangerous. Yeah, but I'm, you can justify it. It's not too wild. You can justify it. <laughs> can he, though? Joker? It's yeah, real rocky, bro. Low. Because I have Joker low. Only I, mean, reason I, I understand, though. The reason I, I have Joker low is, okay, uh, how long he's been in the league? What? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. He's, he's going to go higher. Yeah, if we go back to this list and say in five years, he's going to be way higher. But, like, right now, I'm just giving some respect to some niggas, niggas that's been playing, like, deep. Because I got some honorable mentions that I really wanted to put in, but, I, you know, they couldn't make the cuss, like Kawhi and, you know, Reggie Miller and shit like that. Like, but... Oh, Kawhi isn't on it. All right. <laughs> but I can't even lie. Y'all, y'all mentioned just some guys, and I'm like, dang, how did I miss this guy? Uh <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, because I, I wrote down the whole bunch <laughs> Yeah, like so I kind of just did kind of top 10 off the top of my head, each position, and then just tried to go down the list to see, you know. So I mainly made my list. I tried to do more on eyesight than accolades, so. You know, we gonna we gonna say yeah, y'all gonna get mad at me because I'm missing some folks. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what I notice is everybody top ten is generally the same though. So and that's what yeah. I said too. Yeah. yeah. All right, but uh, twenty five. I got Clay. Nice. I got uh, AD. Actually, he was he was on he was under surveillance for me too, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going I'm because I'm trying to go more eyesight rather than like you know accolades of like what I've seen from 1990 to now. Okay. 23, I got a uh, like that. 
23, I got Paul Pierce. Mm -hmm. okay. 22, I got Scotty. Okay. 21, I got CP3. Now, this was a tough one. I was swapping, so I put CP3 above Westbrook, but I put Westbrook above CP3 because he had he had better playoff success than CP3 to me, you know, even though even though he had some help. CP3 then lost a couple of blown some leads and stuff like that, you know. So can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. But it's a lot though. It ain't just like one or two, it's like you know why though, Jamar? Hey, we've talked about this too. It's interesting about uh, we were talking about Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, the difference, and they're both special players. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The height, yeah, height thing. Yeah, the height. height. He's yeah, more yeah. like six feet, no bounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, no, in the playoffs, that matters. Like the the people that are point guards and able to flow in the regular season, like we saw. In the playoffs, Trey Young, he was under, he was in jail against the Miami <laughs> Heat because he's too yeah. little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what was. it is. And you know, CP3, Blake was never good enough to be a number one. So he had to try to do it. And then James Harden was supposed to be the number one. That nigga got shook, nigga syndrome. So he had to do it. Yeah. Got hurt. That's <laughs> well, that's why I don't be blaming CP3. Like the 2008 MVP, that was his, but they had to give it to Kobe because they didn't give Kobe. The MVP the year before when he deserved it. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a geeker. He he lost me a hundred dollars. I actually bet <laughs> on the twenty one finals. I bet a C note on it. I was feeling good when the Suns were up two nothing, and then they okay. like Very good, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'll say you won that one, but I've won my, my fair share as well, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got a... Kuzma. I got... <laughs> oh, Kuzma. oh, yeah, that's a sick bet. D'Angelo ate off that, too. We... Oh, yeah, Kuzma. <laughs> but, hey, hey D'Angelo, tell him the bet, man, real quick before Jamar continues with his list, man, please. Uh, the lost list of him saying Kuzma was going to average 25? And then 20, what? And then 20 a game. I got shook oh. at 20. See, D'Angelo <laughs> got 25 a game. D'Angelo was happy. He knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D'Angelo was cooling. I was happy with <laughs> yeah, I was happy with 20 points a game until Bradley Bill and Porzingis got hurt. Then I was shook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Twenty almost came. What do you end up averaging? Like 17? I think let me double check real quick. Uh I think it ended up like around yeah 16 17 look like uh, yeah 17 oh yeah yeah, yeah. that it sounds was, about yeah, right it was close man i got shit <laughs> oh shit the kyle kuzma bet but uh <laughs> i believe in you my boy i believe in you man <laughs> oh man I, I that just brings me back to like me and Mike say like Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma back when Kyle Kuzma got drafted by the Lakers. Like, oh, he was all oh, on him, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> uh, where did I stop at? CP3. Oh, yeah, CP3. Yeah, so, so 20, I got uh, Westbrook. 19, I actually got Dwight. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that little five, six year period with Orlando was crazy. Yeah, he was uh, 18, I got Nash. 17, I got the beard. 16, I got David again because of my eyesight. What I seen, I seen yeah. David. I remember David towards the end, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
15, I got KG. This is where my bias comes in a little bit. 15, I got KG. 14, I got Kid. Y'all know I'm a Nets fan. So yeah. I've been telling you, Kids is my guy. I felt bad not, I felt bad leaving out, like I said, Jason Kidd, Gary Payton, Stephen Ash. So I feel you. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to yeah. give love to Drexler because I did get to see some. And I got family in Houston that used to program me to watch. Hakeem and Drexler, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could dig that, yeah. I mean, glad is nice, though. But I, I'm just, I basically tried to go hardest off of eyesight. Like, yeah, for sure, see. for sure. Uh, 13, I got AI. I wanted to put him higher, but the the no ring thing got me. Like, I felt like he should have got one. Like, Thank you. I would have had him higher, but yeah, the ring job. Too little, guys. He's too little. Yeah, again, yeah, we're talking about that. The point guard joint, yeah. 12, I got uh, the claw, you know, Kawhi Leonard. 11, I got Dirk. Here, nigga. Yeah, LeBron Block. My bad. LeBron (laughs) Block, what? My bad. What are you talking about with Kawhi Leonard, the guy that got finals MVP against him? Come on, man. 12, I got Kawhi. 11, I got Dirk. Uh, 10, I got Wade. Nine, I got the freak. Mm. Eight, I got KD. But that one was shaky for me too. The KD freak thing. I was like yeah. flopping, but that 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 back-to-back finals MVP championship got me. But that defensive player of the year and MVP in the same season, I was like, freak is wilding. You know what I'm saying? But that's where my struggle was. Like it like I think freak freak would may end up higher than KD if KD's Brooklyn career, he can't get a ring. I think Freak will end up being higher than KD. I'm just going off it right now. Seven, I got Steph. Six, I got the Dream. Five, I got Shaq. Now, I did have Dream higher, but again, I'm going off of eyesight. Shaq? Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Off of eyesight. I remember more of Shaq than the Dream based off of what I've seen. Y'all ain't busy this weekend. I got a VCR, man. I got some stuff. (laughs) No, no, no. My all time, you already know I got Dream. Dream is up there, but, you know, just off of 1990s to now, I got uh, Shaq. I had a Dream. Four, I got Timmy. Three, I got the Bing, Kobe. Two, I got Brian. And we all know numero uno was that guy, Michael. I don't know how you cannot put Michael at number one. Mm-hmm. I was just watching that game two, the Easter Conference semifinal, I mean, game seven, and Lord Jesus, he had like 25 in the first half. <laughs> he was just going. But Osei, Osei had a point. Osei had a, a question. He said, he said, go ahead, ask your question again, because it was a good question. It was funny. <laughs> what was the question? About... You said, "Why did they have to go seven games against those guys?" Yeah, what, what was what was what was so special about the Knicks? That <laughs> he said Ewing had nobody, but he, I mean, <laughs> and you kind of right, bro, because Ewing. If you look at the sidekicks, other than twenty-two points a game, shout yeah. out like Xavier McDaniel, John Starks. Yeah. I I boxed you and out of my top twenty-five. He was at twenty-five, but I boxed him out because I'm like, yeah. And I re when I rewatched the joint from ninety-two. I understand because even during the game, even during like the commentators, they were saying like everybody, Jordan was saying in the interview, everybody expected Chicago to sweep that Knicks team. Yeah. Yeah. Playing with them. They were toying. Yeah. And that's what happened. Jordan was like, yeah, we we fed into. 
Yeah, Jordan was saying we fed into what people were saying too much and not basically not respecting their opponent. Yeah, that's why it lasted that long. You know, yeah, and then you know the Knicks they dirtied up the game. They try to use the bad boys tactics, play physical, play more place of basketball because the Bulls could run. They like the fast break. They like the transition baskets that they created off the turnovers. So the Knicks. I mean, hey, shout out to Pat Riley for being a great coach, making stuff. He went from being the Showtime coach to being a thug ball coach. So, yeah, yeah. 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 a little bit. I think, like, after the third quarter, I stopped watching that. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm even watching a game seven right now. This is crazy. But uh, yeah. I'm glad, you know, that was, that was a good series. But I'll say, uh, why don't you – Break down your evaluations of some of the older stuff you've been watching. I know one of them was the 91 finals and what the 95 second round between the Bulls and the Magic. So break down what you've been watching. Uh, what I oh, yeah, and also didn't you watch like the 88 finals? Because I know you really love James Worthy now. So break that down too. Yeah, like the 80s, late 80s. It was like 87, I think. It was 87. I, I watched a little bit of the uh, Celtics and Lakers joint. That series, I was Which like, one? I think was it, was it 87 or 84? Yeah. I think it was 87. Or 85. Okay, 87, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lakers. you did, because I remember you were saying the Lakers looked like aliens and the Celtics couldn't catch, couldn't keep up. Yeah, yeah that's not like 87. That was like, uh, <laughs> like the Warriors, for real. Yeah, true. With how fast they played. Yeah, you got Kareem, Magic, uh, Jay Worthy, Michael Cooper, like that team. Byron Scott could drop buckets yeah, too. Byron, Byron Scott, Scott too. he was a good defender, you know. Yeah, he was too. That opened up my eye. I didn't know that. You know, seeing Byron Scott play, I was like, damn, this Lakers team. I'm like, bro, these teams were strong as shit back then. Like, it's not just, you know, the Warriors got, oh, they're stacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, Looking at the, the games back then, a lot of teams were stacked. I mean, that's what you need on a great team. If you're going to win, you need a lot of good players. I mean, for sure. You know, uh, from <clears throat> the uh, Scotty Pippen deserves a lot more credit. But you had him the lowest uh, out of our list. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, because, because he was, you know, he was the second player. He was number two. You had a, did you have John like, Stockton never, on your list? Never. He was never a number one on Did any you have John Stockton on your list? No, I did not. Oh, okay. That's fair then. Okay. Yeah, that was a big in my joint too. Like number one. He's the all-time leader in assistant steals. I can't Ooh, deny that longevity. And even when I did see him play, like I remember the big shot he made against the Rockets, Matt Maloney. That was actually against the Pippin, Olajuwon, I think Drexler big three that they tried to do. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. We we cannot forget the Scotty with the Trailblazers in yeah. Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he was, was cooked by that. It was exactly. That's my point. He was cooked. Jordan drained that man out of everything. Uh <laughs> trying to oh, blame another person. Jordan, Jordan gave I'm him. I'm not rings. saying it's Jordan's fault, but I'm saying Jordan got the best out of Scotty in Chicago. If it wasn't man, for Jordan, was he wouldn't have a, any rings. He would have been out of the league in like five or six years. In the 2000, mind you guys, in the 2000, um, the 2000 series, Scotty Pippen was 34 years old. 
So do y'all think that he was cooked mm -hmm. by that? Mm -hmm. I, back then, yeah, I was. And yeah, Michael was, Jordan at 34 won a scoring title and was robbed from an MVP and was first team. That, all was, that was MJ. But at his levels, I'm just saying, hey, you said, you said the MJ drained him, the MJ at 34 was still the king of the league. Scotty was getting shook. Scotty was getting shook up by Mitch Richmond. <laughs> Bro, this nigga's at Go back and watch Osei. I'm telling you, you need to watch Game 7, 2000 Western Conference Finals. You watch that. And Who's you. cooking at 34, though? Huh? He, what? He just said Jordan. <laughs> That's Jordan. That's the, the number one player of all time. Bro, we got I thought he was number two for you. Two, yeah, I thought he was. Or, two. I mean, y'all's eyes is number one. Oh, y'all, no, don't say y'all. We didn't tell you to say that. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> point you is, didn't have to get a PC answer. Nah, the, the point is, who Malone was cooking at 34. Is yeah. he a god too? I mean, he, he's up there in my top 25. So was Scottie Pippen. Yeah, but he's low. Not even twenty five on my list. Uh, yeah. I call Malone at seventeen. Not that much higher. I mean, I don't know. I like Scotty. I don't know for real. For real. Yeah, it sounds like you want to kick about the top twenty five. Nah, nah. I want to <laughs> bring him up. I want to bring him up higher for real. For real. Yeah, but you can't justify it. Just put Luca over it. Was Luca in your list? Yeah, he was thirteen. Oh yeah, man. Scottie, he loves that man. Where, where was Hold on, can Scotty is can Scotty be better? Nah, he can't. You know, be you know who I Barclay. didn't hear in the nah, list. Nah, he's not better than Barkley. Hell no. You know nah, who I didn't nah. hear in nobody's list that Kyrie? I thought I was gonna hear. I thought I was gonna hear at least one person say T Mac in one list. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, he, I was just expecting his to hear teams weren't the best, but nah. Nah, he, he was nice. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I love yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I love watching watching him play. But when you come into that team thing, his teams never really did shit when they got to the playoffs. Yeah, and he, never forget Benny and uh, Grant Hill in there, but you know they ain't have a long enough career to. Yeah, know. see, I yeah, love yeah, Grant yeah. Hill. That, Man, that boy Benny watching that '95 uh, Eastern Conference semifinal. Was it semis? Or yeah, it was the Eastern second round. round. Yeah, man, Penny was a freak, bro. Yeah, yeah, Penny was next. Like that man, Pippen couldn't even tame that boy, and Pippen was a was a motherfucking lockdown nigga, bro. For sure. Yeah, and he was cooking that nigga. I was like, damn, I, I did not see that as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't see that. Yeah, this, that three was looking sweet. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't? I didn't know uh, Penny was playing like that. He's 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 real nasty, bro. But I, I hate to see that. He got hurt. Yeah, injuries killed killed some some guys, man. It's unfortunate. The nineties, man. MJ's bump. <clears throat> Do y'all notice that we had? Uh, I believe we've had a player from every champion on nineteen ninety to now on our list, except for one team. Can y'all think about it? We've had one player from every team. Yeah, I think. If I I can go back and look, but yes, I believe we had a player on every team from 1990 to now 
on our list that won a championship, except for one team had no representation. The oh, Detroit Pistons of yeah, 04. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, tried, I tried to pick somebody off that, Joe, but nah. it wouldn't be real. Ben Wallace yeah, was great. Yeah, it was only either Ben or Chauncey would be able to but like, but like, they can't make it, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like shout out to Matumbo. Shout out to Alonzo Mourning. There's a lot of great big men. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was they was on my 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 twenty five to thirty five range. Matumbo yeah, and all of them. Yeah, like Paul Gasol. Like that. Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Gasol. Yeah, yeah. in that Chris range Weber. as well. Yep, yeah. Chris Webber was in that range as well. Who I have, I was even yeah, considering Tony Parker in that range. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was co- Kyrie. I was maybe considering. Uh, just oh, off got Kyrie in your top twenty-five, bro. Absolutely not. No sir. Uh, you don't got him in your job. Oh, he's not better than Dame Lilly. Yeah, I had Dame higher than Kyrie. Yeah, the man got a ring, bro. Put yeah, if you, if you put Dame Lillard next to LeBron, he would have that ring too. too. On, yeah, and Damian Lillard is the best player on this team. Kyrie Irving, when he tries to be the best player on the team, is self combust. He can't carry a franchise like Damian Lillard can. Yeah, Damian Lillard has reached the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Kyrie Irving has never done that. Kyrie Maybe. Irving's never even been first team all NBA. Dame has like three or four of those. Yeah. Damien is nice, bro. That's why hey, it's all about, you said it earlier. Like we said, ring culture. Just because you have a ring, it's context. And that's how I look at too. Like the reason why I have Giannis over Kevin Durant is because I had to ask myself, if I put Kevin, if I put Giannis on that team, do they still win those rings? Yes, they do. If Giannis is on the team instead of Kevin Durant, I think they still win those joints. But if I put Kevin Durant on those buck on that Bucks team, do they win the title? I don't know. Mm. I don't think so. So that's why I have Giannis over Katie. So I like to look at stuff. You know, but we say, but we say that we say that Kyrie can't lead a team, but he was on a team full of youth. Yeah, yeah, and like, the youth made the conference finals without him because yeah, he was that's anointed. Not, that's not the right mix for Kyrie, though. There is I no mean, right mix for Kyrie's game. I think, I think Kyrie and KD is better because they're more seasoned. And they got they, swept in the first round. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Kyrie ain't play enough, bro. Yeah, that was, that's his decision. Who yeah, told him to do this? That? Season, this season, bro, shit's going to be different, bro. Hope, I, I don't mean, know about that. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, campaigning for my Nets right now, bro. I love it. Nah, uh, this, is just propag- it. this is just propaganda. He has to pump up Kyrie because he's a part of LeBron's army, you know. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie is like that, yeah, though, bro. Kyrie is not like... Kyrie, no, yeah, no, he's good. Don't he's get a good twisted. player. He's, he's a great he's player. Nice. Yeah, 20... That Boston, that Boston mix was just not his mix, bro. You can't go on a team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, two players who know they are like that and think that, oh, I'm going to lead this youthful, uh, this team right here to a championship. Nah, they're not going to rock. They're not going to go for you, bro. Nah, at that time, I, I think it was more so Kyrie was kind of hurt and it was kind of like this juggling effect because they went to the conference finals. And then when Kyrie was healthy, it was kind of like, like, nah, we can do this without you. And Kyrie had to like, let them know in practice, like, nah, y'all niggas ain't as nice as Teams are now. better yes. without Kyrie. Kyrie. They niggas feel like he, they needed him, and they were like, nigga, we don't need you. They bro. don't, and obviously yeah. they don't. They made the finals, but tell the truth, Jamar, when the first year of Kyrie on the Nets, were y'all not better when he left and got hurt? 
didn't y'all make the playoffs without him? Oh, you talking about that the year KD was hurt? Yeah, uh, the year KD was yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. And then remember yeah, Kyrie? The year. Remember Kyrie got hurt at a certain point and y'all went on a win streak. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was towards the end of the year, and Kyrie had he was done for the rest of the year, and then we oh yeah, the he bubble season, didn't go, right? go in the bubble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he didn't did, go in the did. bubble. He was healthy enough to go in the bubble by yeah. that time, but he didn't he didn't go in the bubble. Uh, but yeah, I mean during that time, this is what I will say: it was Kyrie. This is what I'll put it like during that time: Kyrie was he was such a force. Like, you kind of got stuck in starlight playing with Kyrie. Like, give him the ball and just watch him do Kyrie Dribble, shit. dribble, dribble, dribble. Yeah, we talk about yeah. Harden dribbling. That boy dribbles. Yeah. And doesn't and pass like Harden. Yeah, and it was like, because he's so vicious, like, with his dribbling and, like, his finishing, it's like you get caught and then you're not playing basketball anymore. That's how it kind of was with the... I, I would say back then it was kind of like... It was kind of like we weren't playing basketball anymore when Kyrie was on the court because niggas was in awe. So that's why we got stagnant to when he was off the floor. We were forced more to play basketball because we didn't have that star power. So we played better. And plus that group had already played a few years together before Kyrie had got there. So they kind of already knew how to play with each other than without each other. I mean, without each other than without Kyrie than with Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? So they played better with him. And, like, this year with the Boston thing, that was more so, like, us having a brand-new squad a month before the playoffs and Kyrie not playing the whole season. Because I think had Kyrie got vaccinated or played the whole season, I don't think James Harden would have left. And then I also think we would have won more games in that meantime, in between time, when KD was hurt. Instead of like Kyrie only being able to play away games and then home games come and then like James Harden is quitting. So it was a lot of dumb shit that happened this year for us in the playoffs. But Kyrie was a big factor because I don't think James Harden plays for the 76ers if Kyrie gets vaccinated and is playing the whole season. And if James Harden is there, then we don't blow up the team and we have more cohesion and we probably our better team going into the playoffs than what we were this year. So, I mean, Kyrie, he's getting, I will say now he's better than he was back then because last year he was 25 points plus a game, 50, 40, 90 club. He takes way better shots now. He don't just kind of do crazy shit. His dribbling is way more under control now. He still dribbles because it's a show, but it's way more under control now. He's passing. And, like, he already made a post with his daughter, like with his daughter saying, he got to be on his best behavior this year, so that nigga ain't gonna tweak out this year. Hopefully, that's what we can we can hope. But I mean, you know, <laughs> you can't trust that guy, man. I mean, but shit, we he if he want that bag, he better play. But he said like when that bag in question, he already about to lose that Nike endorsement. This is last year for Nike, and like if he don't get. Uh, if he don't play well, who's going to really sign him to a big-term deal? He's He oh, has no, no, one no. more. You know where he's going. If if he misbehaves, you know where he's going, man. Oh, L.A.? <laughs> oh, no. Kyrie's oh, no. always going to have a job. Bro. Yeah, Wandong Tigers, Chinese Basketball League. 
Oh wow, you're No, he's not gonna go to China, bro. He's not doing that. He's crazy. Dan is wilding right now. Let some crisis happen. Let some crisis happen. And yeah, no. If a crisis happened, Kyrie's gonna quit. Kyrie quit because Dennis Schroeder called him the N-word. If it goes against, I don't trust that. He's gonna he's gonna stick up fast. Like, no, he's not. This brother when January 6th happened, he said he didn't know if he could play basketball. Then two days later, he was body popping at his sister's party. You can't trust Yeah, him. it was wild. Yeah, that was a wild sequence right there. The only wild thing to me during that was like you text the players, but don't text the coaching staff or the GM. Like that was that was nutty to me. Like, all right, that's cool, but text the coach too, bro. Like, and then Steve Nash come to the press conference. Where's Kyrie? I don't know. Exactly, he's not a leader, so he can't. He's definitely not. He's a sidekick, man. Yeah, he's definitely not a leader. That's not his mo. And hey, is is Kevin Durant a leader? I don't know. Kevin Durant is a. This is why he's a he's a he's not a, a like a vocal guy like people want him to be. He can kind of leads by example, but when he needs to be vocal, he is because he chewed out James Johnson one time in that Celtics game when he came back from injury. When this guy's that's not stepping up, he'll sit up there and start chewing guys out like, come on, what the fuck is y'all niggas doing? Clap his hands, get into niggas' heads. He's a better leader than what the media gives him credit for, but KD doesn't do himself any favors when he talks shit to the media and does all that extra stuff. So it's like... Of course, they aren't going to help him out or be like, nah, he's a better leader than what's given credit for. Mm. But he's not no, like, one of the best leaders in sports, you know. Well, here I am with KD is basically, like, he's a leader, but at the end of the day, like, he tries to play both sides of the field, I feel like. Like, yeah. He talks talks like, oh, yeah, bet, like, like, I just want to hoop. But then he says, like, slick shit that he knows that's gone, you know, draw attention that he don't say he want he don't that he says he doesn't want that attention but you know certain shit is gonna get picked up by the media you know what i'm saying yeah like so i feel like he don't do himself no like no favor with that shit but like at the end of the day katie's a great player and like you know like he's a leader but he he just gonna he he's just leads in different ways you know how everybody got their own way he's more unorthodox yeah yeah but he's still a great leader, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I haven't heard anybody say he's a bad teammate. I mean, I haven't yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he's not a bad teammate. He's not yeah. a bad guy at all. Yeah, it's just I think with um Kevin Durant, he just I don't know. He just needs to he needs to take that responsibility of being more of a leader, especially when you came to BK. Like I can understand when you was in Golden State. Yeah, you just want to hoop. But when yeah. you come to BK for for where you came for, it's like, all right, you got to be the leader now. Like, it's you really don't have much of a choice. And it's like our organization is trying to, is basically saying, nah, bro, we don't care what Kyrie talking about. You're the, you have the keys to the franchise, bro. We're, we're going with you. You're the leader. So you have to take the reins. The franchise doesn't go where you take them. You can try this Kyrie YouTube bullshit, but nah, <laughs> it's you, brother. Like, is like, Steph a leader? Huh? You said what? Steph a leader? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For him. 
Yeah, yeah. The whole city is ready to die for Stephen Curry, bro. He's a, he's definitely a leader. Steph, Steph is actually Steph is who Russell, Russell Wilson wishes he could be. That's, that's who he wants to be. He wish he could be. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, and it's like I, I the one thing I will say about KD, which is what I enjoy about him, is like. He can take all the media noise. They can talk all the shit that he wants about him, say whatever he wants to, but it will not affect his game on the court. And that's one thing that I enjoy about Kevin Durant. Like, he could chew out somebody on Twitter or whatever. He can go back and forth with somebody on Twitter right before a game and then drop 40 and 15 shots. So it's like, I, I can't get too mad about his Twitter and all that other stuff because it doesn't affect his play on the court. You know what I'm saying? And like it's it's other he he's more of a leader by example. Like everybody always talks about KD's work ethic, his workouts, how he, he takes every rep full speed from beginning to end and all that other stuff. So he's more of a leader by example. And that's what our GM was even trying to talk about. Like if they want, like just look at what KD does day in and day out, how he comes into the building, how he preps for games, how and Giannis talked about it earlier, how like to get to that next level, everybody has like skill. So, but to get to that next level is the work ethic, the dedication, yeah, the commitment, the discipline. And that's where KD is like, like his commitment and discipline. And he was talking about, I want to say like on a podcast a few years ago, like one or two years ago, I can't remember which one, but he was talking about how the mid-season workouts, not the, not the summer workouts, but the mid-season workouts in between games, before games is the ones that take you to the next level. And yeah. it's certain little things like that. Like, like I guess, I don't know, man. It's, I think KD is more of a media thing more than anything else. No, you're right. You know? He's basically, he's basically, uh, if I was to describe it, he's basically a Twitter nigga, but he's Tim Duncan. And that yeah, Tim Duncan yeah. was a quiet leader. He led by example. Sometimes he would be vocal and it would be like, oh, if Timmy's saying something, we really got to lock in. Kevin Durant's the same thing. He's a basketball monk. The way he dedicates himself to the game, it inspires everybody. Even when he was at the Olympics, people were talking about how his regiment was and how he inspired other people to change how they work out and things like that. Like, hey, he's an assassin. So we're going to see. But, hey, before we go, there was some breaking news. I don't know if y'all brothers heard about it, but uh, Pat Riley... He had a thing called the disease of me. You know, the more you win, the more people say me. I want more minutes. I want more money. I want more attention. And it looks like it's affecting the Golden State Warriors. Um, many journalists, Shams, Woj, Chris Haynes, they're reporting that there's been a fight. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. I did see that, yeah. Draymond Green and Jordan Poole at practice. And Chris Haynes of Yahoo, he said, I'm about to read his tweet. And I quote, Draymond Green was apologetic in aftermath of the altercation with Jordan Poole, but there was a buildup stemming from teammates noticing a change in Poole's behavior throughout camp with the guard on the verge of securing a lucrative extension. League sources tell Yahoo Sports, end quote. So it seems like Jordan Poole, he's been feeling himself because he knows the racks are coming and they don't like the ego. And of course, y'all know Jordan Poole, who is he fighting for a spot? Clay. They love Clay. He's beloved. And to, to, man, he ain't scared of nobody. Of course, but Jordan Poole is like, hey, I want the money. And then why do you he think Draymond wanted to fight? 
because Draymond is the leader and he's twerking for new money too. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen. And, and Wiggins, I'm sure he was in the cut watching, but he's looking for new money too. So that's what's going to happen. Just like you can, y'all all know when Kevin Durant was there and the second season they were talking about, it was so stressful and hectic. And then all the talks about, Oh, is he going to sign? Is he going to sign? And how, that fucked up the locker room. That's might happen again with the Warriors because a lot of these young brothers want money, yeah. but they're not all going to be able to get paid. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy that you broke that down like that. Like I, I wasn't expecting you to say because Jordan Poole was acting, but I can see in Jordan Poole's character and how he like plays and how he talks. I can see that in practice and Draymond not rocking for that. It's, it's just funny. And that's usually what breaks up championship teams like egos and people wanting more money it's like when you hear about the stories it's like after they get the championship everybody wants to write a book everybody wants to do this everybody wants tv deals or the money start coming in people start getting cocky and then that's what breaks up the championship thing like so yeah like hey d'angelo i want you to pick this up but do y'all remember as soon as they won the title, they went on IG Live and it was Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And Jordan Poole told Andrew Wiggins, man, you about to get paid. And Andrew Wiggins said, nah, you about to get paid. And then they were like, we about to get paid. That's the first thing on oh, their mind. As soon yeah. as they won the ring, more money. Yeah, man. You see during the series that Jordan Poole, you know what I'm saying? This was his coming out season right here. Yeah. Nobody like if you if you was following basketball, you knew who Jordan Poole was, but like like casuals started to know who Jordan Poole. He got a little little like little pool uh, a little bit. Yeah, he, he had a lot of viral yeah. moments, you know. Yeah, that's viral, like, Twitter is big. Oh, right, he was going Boy, off. Clay came back. Yeah, he was going crazy. I'm not I'm not saying he wasn't, but like I'm just saying this was his coming out season. So he got noticed a lot. So I feel like, you know. Because he never he even had a shot. Bit. He never had a shot because of Clay. When Clay got hurt, that's when he got a shot and he went off. Like nobody even knew what the fuck he was really capable of until he got a shot. Yeah. And when he was going off, nigga, yeah, he was going. I remember betting on him and them points and all that shit was up there. But then when <laughs> Clay came back, oh, yeah, you ain't betting on Jordan Poole no more. Not even Clay. So how do y'all think this is going to play out? Obviously, this is going to linger. It's a week before the regular season starts. They trade are setting off the season. Trade or they just going to have to nah, get trade. through it. Nah, they're not trading. Somebody's not outstanding. Trade. Somebody's outstanding. Yeah, you should think leave. They will. It's Draymond Green who should leave. Yeah. After this but, yeah, if, if that happens, if Draymond leaves, though, I think that's the end of the, the John. Because who you going? What Draymond does is... But once Draymond leaves the Golden State Warriors, his career is going to plummet. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's going to it's going to nosedive. Okay. I'm sorry. He's in the <laughs> perfect system with the perfect players. He's he's one of the highest IQ basketball club players that I've seen with my own eyes. But at the same time, his skill set and his age, it's like, all right, bro, like you surrounded, you in the perfect system for you. And like Nobody else in the NBA can offer what the Warriors are giving you with those shooters, that ball movement, and all of that. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. If he leave, he leave. But, hey, I mean, I, for hearing all of this now, I don't think they're going to repeat. 
because you can't have this type of friction. Well, they did have it with KD, but the talent gap was so great. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't was, really it was like bearing. Yeah, but I don't think the talent gap is that great with the Warriors to the point where if they have these issues, they can repeat. But I mean, you never know. We'll see once the game starts happening. Yeah, I think this is just gonna be just a little headline right now. This is gonna get overblown. I think it'll, it'll be all right. It'll I be all think right. this is gonna. It leave. happens in practice that this doesn't that doesn't get reported on all the time, bro. We know this. Yeah. Right. But you, that's exactly. But you know why they highlighted this one? Because this joint is going to linger because as long as Jordan Poole is playing for a new contract and Andrew Wiggins is playing for a new contract and Draymond Green is playing for a new contract, they're not going to be playing team basketball all the time. They're going to try to do some things on their own in freestyle and Draymond's going to get mad. And then someone's going to say, Draymond, trash ass nigga, get out of my face, averaging five points a game. It's going to happen. <laughs> because the difference was with Kevin Durant, even though Kevin Durant, they could buy them, but everyone knew he was the best player on the team. Wiggins and Poole don't have that rank. So, yeah, it's going to be active. You had you wanted to say something, say. No, I was saying uh, you already got the young nigga, uh, Wiseman. Every time yeah, he, he sees, needs minutes, too. Every time he sees Draymond, he just look at him and just start laughing. Yeah, because Draymond was whooping his ass as a rookie, telling him, nigga, you got to do this, you got to do this. What were you doing in the offseason? Whoop-de-whoop. Telling the coaches to bench him, put in Looney, this nigga is not ready. Yeah, a, a lot of people are fighting for minutes. This going, It might be hectic, man, for the Warriors. It's going to get it, bro. Niggas are not staying after this year, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. We'll see, though. For sure. We're going to document the whole season and much more ring culture is the first episode not the last one i hope y'all had fun shout out d'angelo osay jamar we'll see y'all next week we out peace